0: This is Chamber Voices, conversations with the people that drive local business. Presented by the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce. Well, thank you for catching this episode of Chamber Voices. My name is Stuart McIntosh. You have found the podcast that is a presentation of the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce, the one where we direct the questions to the business community. The the, the podcast that focuses on getting to know the individuals behind these amazing businesses that make up our chamber membership. And today is certainly no different. We cannot wait for this one. I'm speaking today to the visionary, the dreamer, the founder, and the owner of Project Clothing here in Fort McMurray. I'm talking to Maya Khan today. Hey, Maya, how are you?
1: Keep hyping me up, Stuart. Keep
0: <laughs> <piping> me up. <laughs> what more can I say? I, I love, you mentioned this is on your business card. I love that you refer to yourself as the dreamer. That's beautiful. Yeah. Because it is, right? It, as, as the entrepreneur, as the person behind the business, it's, this is your dream coming to life, right?
1: Oh, totally. Like, it's such a dream come true.
0: Oh, beautiful. You're a pretty unique person. You've got the vibe of the entrepreneur. And now having done this podcast, uh, done a few episodes, I'm beginning to, I'm beginning to see kind of an archetype the individuals who aren't satisfied with the way things are, they want to run the show. They want to to kind of control their own destiny. And Project Clothing is a beautiful example of that. You can find them online in a lot of places, projectclothing.ca. There you can find their Shopify store. They're on Facebook and Instagram. Search Welcome to Project. Um, Tons of content and a really great way for you to kind of understand what it's all about. So Maya... Let's start with you kind of sharing a bit about yourself, about your background, and maybe how you made it to Fort McMurray to start this business.
1: I used to work, so I'm born and raised Calgarian, Okay. so I used to work at your Harry Rosen's, your run-throughs, like high-end boutiques for like years, and we had a ton of people fly in from Fort Mac, Grand Prairie, like all these places to come shop in Calgary, like literally just, you know, quick day binge shop and fly back. And I'm like, isn't there anything in Fort McMurray? Like, there's a ton of people that were coming up to shop with me there. Just making appointments, fly in, do the shop, like, and then fly back. And they're like, no, it's there's literally nothing there. And But what was interesting to me was, I'm trying not to knock other businesses. But a lot of it's t- like, and then we came up do the research, but a lot of, like, say a pair of jeans was 250 in Calgary, it was marked up to about four or $500 here, wow. which was insane. So I'm like, okay, so in luxury clothing, there's enough markup for you to survive, right? Like to pay your bills, pay your payroll, your rent and everything. In luxury, I can't speak on other businesses, right? But just specifically for luxury, and I've been doing this for 20-something years now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I sound like I'm five on the phone, but I've been doing it. (laughs) I'm like, okay, that's that really, like, hurt my soul, where I was like, okay, here's a town that's working, you know, 12, 15-hour days, which is normal. The rotations would be insane for some of my clients, like, three weeks on, two days off. Like, insane. And they're working so hard, and people were just taking advantage of that, which was insane. Yep. So... I was like, okay, so then I flew up here. I assessed the situation, and even, you know, the rents were ho- like we came here 2015, so we did the research during the boom time, obviously.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: So then when we came up here, we're like, you know, there's such an opportunity here if we come in here and we call something called MRSP, which is retail suggested pricing. So. Our game plan was like, okay, people are paying triple the price for shittier service, right? And that's and
0: anyone who lived here, you know, in the first half of the 2000s, they're not going to say you're wrong, Maya.
1: This whole like, and that will be another conversation I'll probably have have with you about supporting local. But how can someone support local when that was happening? So these poor individuals would be like, okay, I don't have a choice. i I need something now. So they would pay insane markups. So I'm like, okay, if I come into town paying the same price online, if not cheaper, because sometimes we can get better pricing if we're a brick and mortar store. So if we do the same and also offer alterations for the life of the garment, I'm after five years to get like a repair done or lost a little bit of weight or anything. And we don't charge for that. So I was like, okay, there's huge opportunity here for that. So we came. We opened August 13, 2015. That's my lucky number. Uh, 13
0: is the lucky number for MayaCon.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to help. That's why 13 just lines up for me. (laughs) Was like it was just a no brainer. So August 13, 2015, and then eight months later, the fire happened. So we were shut down for six months because a lot of the stuff we get is made to order Mm -hmm. from all over the world. So I didn't think it was the right thing for my business to do was to like clean the clothes and sell them. We have a lot of like luxury pieces in here. So if it's, if it's smoke damage, it's not, that smell's never going to come out. Maybe some other fabrics, yes, but a lot of the stuff we had, no. So it took half a year to, you know, restart again after eight months. And then we ran downtown for that duration. and. Of course, what the crash basically mm-hmm. happened. But that was actually a huge blessing for us. We didn't start during the boom time and then, you know, have this huge crash happen and then struggle to get back to where we were in the boom time. So the timing was actually perfect for us. And then the fire happened. And we were extremely fortunate that the insurance that we had in place was, like, amazing for us. Oh, good. No complaints on that. And then the city here, I have to say, does an amazing job of support. Like, I've never seen that working in big cities. So here it was like amazing. They're literally a phone call away if you need anything. So I'm extremely thankful to the city as well for how much they helped us here during the time of the fire and everything. And then our lease was done. The timing's crazy with the universe. Our lease was done basically a month or so after the flood happened. So the flood happened or was completely destroyed. We had about five, six feet of water in there. So that was so we evacuated April twenty sixth and that was the day I found out I was pregnant. So she's gonna come on like an apocalyptic day. So now she's six months, super healthy, thank God. So and then a COVID on top of it, right? So but I'm so fortunate that I'm this maybe I'm a glutton for punishment, but it's just (laughs) I like, okay, this happened. How do we fix it? Let's move forward, right? Because you can't put energy to things you can't control. There's just no There's no point.
0: There is no point. That's a beautiful sentiment. You know, <laughs> if I were talking to anybody else, Maya, my next question would be something to the effect of, was there ever a doubt in your mind of coming up here? Was there ever a thought that maybe I should return to Calgary and, and just Close it up But it doesn't sound to me Like you're that kind of person I just don't get that vibe From you
1: I like it here Yeah Like I'm from a big city And I think Fort Mac You just appreciate things more mm-hmm. You know Going to You know When you go to the mountains Now for a holiday Or when you travel Or whatever it is I think you're forced To kind of appreciate things Like oh. when I was I was like Oh my god There's nothing to do Like I was born in, the UK, So I was like Oh my god There's nothing to do In Calgary But now I'm so Like Thankful when I, right? Like, oh my God, like when everything starts opening up and everything's like a little more comfortable for me to go out, then we're going to take that, like, we're going to be so appreciative of it. So the universe has a funny way of getting you in check. But no, like, the timing was insane for everything. But everything lines up perfectly. Because if you do spend, like I said, like, if you spend your energy, like, we don't have a lot of energy during the day, right? No. Like, as an entrepreneur. So just spend time and effort on decisions that are going to impact you that day. But if you're going to spend it on unnecessary things, then you're not going to be able to function. You just can't move forward. So I don't know if this gibberish is making sense, but it's it is just, making,
0: I mean, it's making perfect sense because
1: I'm just, I'm thankful for whatever happened to me because it was such a important lesson for me in regards to business, in regards to how to handle things, how to take care of the staff. Like, everything. So everything in maybe a weird way ends up being a blessing for us. And it's within five, six years all this stuff happened. and what a what a cool story comes out of it after you go through these things, right?
0: Just being in Fort McMurray, it, it just grows you as an individual. I mean, like I grew up in Edmonton and I remember coming up here and when I look back to when my wife and I arrived here back in the day, I mean, we were children. we were literal baby children. And it's just like, we, we go back to the city. Now we go back to see our friends and our people and it's, we've grown this, this community has allowed us to, to learn things and, and through hardships, like the ones we've endured recently, we've come a, we've come out of it more mature and, and with, with the ability to handle things in a new way and, and with the ability to look at things differently. It's, it's the truth, Maya, I believe you hundred percent.
1: And what a loving community. Yep. Like when the fire happened, it was like people were coming out of the woodwork going like, do you need anything? Where are you? Are you okay? If someone pulled over on the side of the road, like four cars would pull up behind them going like, what do you need? Are you okay? What's going on? Like total strangers helping total strangers. Like if you're in Calgary, we pretend like we don't see you and we keep driving. (laughs) No. (laughs) Ah, the (laughs) next guy i
0: will get him. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Maya Khan, after spending over a decade uh, in Calgary, working in luxury, working in these luxury clothing brands, saw that our community needed what she had to offer. That's where Project Clothing was born out of. You can find them online, projectclothing.ca. You can get them on Facebook. You can get them on Instagram. Search Welcome to Project. And your brick-and-mortar store right now, Maya, things are easing up across the province, but... Obviously, certain certain places are still um, approaching things with caution. Um, yeah. uh, at the moment, as we're talking right now, uh, it is still by appointment only to come and visit your your brick and mortar. Is that right?
1: So, right now, it's appointments preferred. Preferred. So, if someone's appointment, then they get priority. And then, of course, if we're not busy in that moment and someone comes in, for sure, we'll accept a walk-in. But we've... I've unfortunately dealt with several deaths in our family with COVID.
0: Oh, I'm so God sorry. Forbid,
1: that's okay. It's just, it's, it's, it's hard. So there's a personal attachment on that for me. So God forbid anyone ever have to be on a WhatsApp call back home watching a loved one get like cremated or buried. So I have a little bit of a more anal approach with it, I guess. Yeah. Um. And then with staff, um, we did have a staff member that had COVID. And she was out for two months because she was hit with one of the really hard variants. And we are quite short staff. So if, of course, it's no one's fault if anyone gets COVID. Mm-hmm. But we have to do the right thing and make sure that they're resting and they're isolating. And then we try and do the best we can with our business to come like come to some sort of game plan. So, and we are getting a little bit of backlash. Why Why do you have to wear a mask when you come into the store? So we will provide a complimentary mask. It's no issue. Like, I have a thousand in the back. Like, we have no issues giving out masks. And, but, you know, and you have to understand people's side of things too. Like, it's been a hard year and a half for people. So emotions are high. COVID is still happening. Mm-hmm. It's never going to go away. But it's just, I have to... I have to do what's right for our store, regardless of what people's emotions are. Sometimes.
0: Thank you for saying that. We need to hear it. I, I mean, even recently, in the last few days, the first thing I did the day that we were able to is I went and I picked up groceries and stuff at a grocery at a at a place near my house without a mask. I walked in, and of course, okay. everybody, all the staff were still masked up, and about fifty yeah. percent of the patrons were. And, you know, I I walked out thinking, man, am I being a little bit arrogant in this? I mean, technically, yes, I am allowed to walk into this store without a mask, but we've just gone through a year and a half where all we've been talking about is showing compassion to one another. Um, It doesn't need to stop just because the rules have changed. If you throw a mask in your car, keep a mask in your back pocket, that means a lot. It goes a long way just to certain individuals. So... I'm glad that you bring this up. I'm glad that you touched on this, Maya. Thank you.
1: Yeah, like, I have a little, like, you know, I have a little six-month at mm. home. My mother in a breast cancer. My father-in-law's Parkinson's. Mm. So it's, everyone has a reason for things, right? Yeah. So it's like, not, like, I don't want to give you a hard time, but.
0: <laughs> but this is the way it is. I don't think, yeah. in my opinion, for the foreseeable future at least until the end of the year i mean we just have to realize that this is going to be the way that it is and we just have to remember all the lessons in compassion that we've been learning for the last since since basically the start of last year we just have to remember the yeah. lessons like kindergarten absolutely <laughs>
1: <laughs> like wash your hands
0: yeah exactly wash your hands that'll never go away hopefully yeah it is such a privilege to be speaking to Maya Khan on this episode of Chamber Voices. You can find her business, Project Clothing, the one for which she is the visionary, uh, online in all the usual places, right? Facebook, Twitter, and certainly Instagram. Look up Welcome, the number two project. We're going to return with Maya in just a moment and get into the business side of this podcast episode. Talk a little bit about e commerce and what it means to become a household name in a business community such as ours. That's all on the way here on Chamber Voices. this is chamber voices conversations with the people that drive local business presented by the fort mcmurray chamber of commerce well welcome back to chamber voices my name is stuart mcintosh don't forget we have a pretty substantial back catalog now of at least 10 episodes as of the recording of this one uh featuring many other great business leaders in the fort mcmurray business community you can find Chamber Voices on Spotify, on Apple Music, uh, and certainly on YouTube as well. Just find the Fort McMurray Chamber of Commerce YouTube channel. You'll track us down on our Facebook page at YMM Chamber. And uh, as well, if you want to get information about what it is we do to advocate for local businesses, that's all on our website, fortmcmurraychamber.ca. Okay, I think I've done all the plugs. Let's get back to the second half of this episode of Chamber Voices featuring Maya Khan, the visionary behind Project Clothing. So Maya, I, you touched a little bit on this, but I think it's really worth talking about, you know, in the age of e-commerce, uh, Project Clothing does e-commerce really, really well. And I definitely want to talk about it too, as we get into the shopping local thing. But the the industry that you're in changes, I'm sure it's very similar to like the restaurant industry where it is shifting rapidly and the way that you serve your clients is shifting rapidly. But the thing about what Project Clothing does that makes it unique is you're providing this ambience for someone who visits the store. You're providing an environment for them to experience the kind of quality clothing and products that you sell in a specific way. And you provide that one-on-one uh, experience that you cannot get by buying something on Amazon, right? Like, that's just what you do. That's the reason for going to a place like Project Clothing.
1: So, I guess that kind of gets me in that direction of supporting local. Yeah. You know, we, you know, the city does a great job of, you know, doing campaigns to support local. The chamber's doing great things to do campaigning for supporting local. But as a business owner, why should someone support local Mm -hmm. if the customer service isn't there if all these things are not in place like if your people are not happy if you don't have the right product yet, like there's so many things to it but if the customer service is not there why should i expect that person to come back here Like there's so many businesses that we talk to you know and we all end up becoming really good friends right but as businesses we have to hold ourselves accountable too like don't wait for something bad to happen to realize you need an e-commerce don't re- don't wait to start doing your social media until things get really bad always be proactive like during covid like yeah we had to change gears but we didn't have to change gears too much either we always did complimentary delivery we always did like care packages for people who couldn't leave like we always did all these things so we just had to advertise it more that was what i had to learn to do but it was just we as businesses have to give a reason for people to support local and we need to stop ripping off local customers like we just need to stop like don't use things as an excuse to increase pricing like we have to take ownership of we are driving the local customer to go to your amazons and you're all that all these online stores because if If the service is not there, like people will never mind spending an extra couple bucks if the service is there. Oh, yeah. They'll never. But if I come into a store, no one says hello to me. It's filthy. No one like wants to be there as staff members. Why do I want to go in there?
0: We are in the time, at least from my experience, as a result of COVID or as a result of just the fact that we haven't had the opportunity to be together there's shortages it seems like on everything i mean the one that made the news earlier in the year was the shortage of lumber there's a shortage of automobiles it just seems like everywhere there is a shortage and you know i would imagine that with things being in short supply there is such an opportunity for certain retailers certain businesses to look at that and say well i mean i'm justified in jacking up my price a little bit i mean where else are they going to go but you're right it's 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 a two-way street
1: yeah, within reason, not yeah. to the point. Like I said, like a pair of jeans is two fifty in Calgary, and it's four or five hundred dollars here. Like, yeah. there's no reason. And
0: that's what I'm talking about too. Like those those ridiculous markups. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like a couple bucks, fine. But like, luckily, I'm in the position where I don't need to jack it up. Mm-hmm. Like I can do exact same M R S P online. Like I can do the exact same numbers. Like obviously, other businesses, it might be a little tricky. But then make sure your customer service is in place. Mm -hmm. Make sure if there's a customer complaint, you follow up with it. Yes. Just the service part of it is just missing. And then so many businesses kind of reach out to each other going like, I don't know what to do. It's dead. I'm like, my first question for them is like, well, what's your social media? I don't have time for that. (laughs) Like you had a zero day and you're saying you don't have time for that. Make time.
0: That's beautiful. It's true. It's like, do it. Make the time. So let me ask you this. I'm I'm going to kind of put a scenario uh I'm going to present a scenario to you. So I'm local. I'm still not at the point where I'm comfortable enough to visit you in store, but I've heard that you have a great social media presence and I see it and I'm doing my thing and I want to buy online. I want to I want to shop for stuff from you online. How do I go about doing it? And what can I what's my turnaround? When can I expect to get my product from you if I live locally?
1: Fort Mac I can go to one end of town and the other in 15 minutes.
0: <laughs> awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, I'm driving to Anzac. I'm driving to all these places, too. Like, I go, I, like, drop it off same day. I do it myself. I want to see people. I'm tired of being locked up, so, like, I want to go see people, too. But, you know, give me a call, right? Yeah. Give one of our associates a call at the store, and we'll do a virtual shopping with you. Like, wow. we do virtual all the time because sometimes you just need to see the person's reaction. Do you actually like it? Okay, cool. You know what? Stuart, you made a face when I showed you this shirt. You don't like it? We're not doing it, right? And then if I drop off pieces to your home and you don't like it, I'll come back and pick it up. It's this town is tiny. Like, it's not like, Like It's not an inconvenience for us either. Like, I'll go back and pick it up. And we're still accepting returns, right? And then we have a crazy cleaning procedure if someone does the odd return here and there. We have a lot of clients that are high risk. So when they come in the store, they have an appointment. The store is reserved for them, obviously, right? But if someone literally is, like, not comfortable leaving their home, We'll make a care package, do a virtual shop, drop it off. And a lot of clients we have a good relationship with over the years. So I'll know what they like. I'll just put a care package together, drop it off, whatever they don't like. I pick it back up.
0: Unbelievable. I hope hope if you're listening that you are getting what we're saying here. I I hope that this is coming across. This is amazing. And if you're a business, you know, Maya Khan, this this is a lesson that should be taken at face value and applied That is the truth. You can find Project Clothing, uh, Unit 107, 108, Riverstone Ridge, and you can call them 780-750-5578. Yeah, shopping local when you make it, when you put in the effort that you are, Maya. We owe it to we owe it to businesses like you to give it a try first, particularly in considering that the stuff that you're selling, the products that you have. You know, they're of a certain quality. They're of a certain level of exclusivity. That's part of the purchase. I don't want to embarrass you too much, but I do want to talk a little bit about a really amazing story that the uh, Chamber of Commerce picked up on. uh, I think it was near the end of May. So there was a young boy down in Edmonton who had a sweater that was purchased by a relative from Project Clothing. He lost the sweater And his parents decided that it was a learning lesson for him and he would have to go back to you and, uh, purchase a sweater again using his own money. But that was the story. That's how the story began. Uh, I'll leave it to you to kind of tell the rest of it. This is beautiful. I'll let you talk. I'll let you, I'll let you share this one.
1: Oh, it makes me like all like teary, but he's like, you know, like the, so the client reached out to me going like, Hey, um, someone stole his hoodie on the playground and then told me the whole situation. So they just wanted to have him replace it, which I thought was genius. Like what a good teaching lesson for him, but it's just, you know, I'm a new mom too now. Mm-hmm. So my little heart was like, no, <laughs> no cannot. I can't do it. I'm like, but I didn't want to te- take that teaching moment away either because I thought that was genius. So I'm like, okay, um, maybe just have them pay it forward. Right. So then, with, it, he didn't even, his name's Townsend. He mm-hmm. didn't even hesitate. He's like, oh my god, I'm going to give the money to the school library. Wow. Like, didn't think. And I'm like, oh my god. And then that was like, that made me even go like, okay, let's do like, you know, a cash drive, like a book drive, to put to work the library. And then at the end of it, in like three, four days, we raised about 14, like $1,420. <sighs>
0: For the library, for this for this for Townsend Schools library. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. In I'm like, in days.
1: Oh <laughs> like what? And it was just like I was blown away. Yeah. Like we did a charity thing for the firefighters a while back too. And same thing. Like, and this town is so generous. Like, same thing in a couple days we raised like a thousand something.
0: In in days. Like,
1: in like a couple days so and the school was so like like speechless and this boy mm-hmm. is like so motivated yeah. now and hopefully like that's something that stays with him for his rest of his life right and, like now he's like he's like i love doing this now like i want to do this all the time and i'm like <laughs> oh. but Yeah, like, just being a new mom and stuff, I'm like, this poor boy was not allowed to be outside, right? Mm -hmm. Go see his friends, go play and stuff. Like, we just have to keep everyone, like, stuck in a box right now. And finally had the opportunity, like, the weather got nicer and he loved that hoodie. It looks so good on him. Mm -hmm. And finally wears it out and then someone just And whoever stole it is an idiot because it was a collector item. And it's like an obvious hoodie that if you are out seen in public with it, someone's going to know, like there, there's not a lot of those hoodies out. So like, so whoever stole it can't even wear it out in public. It's going to be obvious now.
0: (laughs) And it's, I would imagine, I mean, we're talking about an elementary school age kid. I don't know who, who gives a child a stolen (laughs) garment they stole from a (laughs) playground. Because mom and dad aren't wearing that thing. Like, here you go, Timmy. I stole this from a kid on a playground. Happy birthday. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Like, so how do you, like, I'm like, oh, but I just, I was so, like, I was so amazed with this little boy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, like, without hesitation was like, and then he, like, got his lunch money together and, like, wrote a note to his principal to, like, donate the money and everything. And, like, I, like we put it on our social media, too. I was like, trying not to ugly cry, but like, look at how much hope this generation has. Mm-hmm. like going through covid, going through like such an un like it's like unheard of like going through something like this in our lifetime. And now these four kids are going through it, and yeah. he still had the heart of like paying it forward.
0: the heart of a giver, something that I, I think you also possess, Maya. The heart of I a fake, giver.
1: I fake it. I fake it.
0: <laughs> Maya, I could probably talk to you for two hours, but um, I, know I know you work in retail. We have an allotted amount of time for the podcast, so I don't want to take more of your time than I know I'm, I'm allowed. But before we wrap up this episode of the Chamber Voices podcast, I wanted to give the floor to you. I wanted to know, is there anything else you want to touch on while we have this time together?
1: I think I just want to reach out and just give a message to other local businesses that if there's anything we can make, if we can vibe off each other if we can talk to each other if there's tips they can teach me if there's tips I can teach them like my door is open for if anyone needs anything or wants anything because we need to stick together as a community like more than ever now that's why I recently joined the chamber as well because we just recently joined the chamber as well because mm-hmm. I do like where the direction of the chamber is going like before I think during the boom time it was just like a, like it was just like everyone was super busy but everyone was doing so well that there was not really a need for a lot of support but now I think we need to get together as a community going like hey so-and-so I've actually you know I went into your store once and I really like it but You know, I was trying to look for you on social media. Is there something I could help you with maybe? I don't know how to do it. It's like, okay, cool. Like, why don't we teach each other things? And if there's a business that's been in town for 40 years, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's been some amazing businesses in town here. That we talk to on a regular basis just for their opinion and their feedback because I'm not going to know everything, right? No, of course, not. when I first came into this town, it was like corporate thinking, like, oh, do scheduling like this, do this, like this, like all this stuff. And they're like, you can do that, but Fort McMurray's its own beast, mm-hmm. like, everyone's shift work. There's not cons, like, there's no consistency, right? Because of shutdowns and all this stuff, and just it's. It's a totally different world here. So that's what I learned very quickly. But very fortunate that a lot of businesses that, like, from the get-go reached out to me going, like, hey, if you need anything, you need any advice or help, let us know. So now I've been here for five, six years now. I hope I can do the same thing for what a lot of amazing businesses here have done for us when we came. Like, it was such, it's such, like, I I can't say enough great things about this place in regards to, like, community. So if there's a business that's listening that would maybe want some support or maybe some guidance that I can maybe relay to them, like, call me,
0: Mm -hmm. like,
1: and my phone's always on. My social media is always on. I'm the idiot who's like messaging you back three in the morning. <laughs> I right? noticed, I
0: checked one of your posts the other day and it was like posted at 3.40 a.m. Really?
1: Yeah. I <laughs> like, I'm just like, But when you love what you do, yeah. it's not work, right? It's no. just like... I like when you talk to success like successful entrepreneurs and it just that really stuck with me where someone's like how do you handle work life balance um i think if you love what you do it doesn't feel like you have to do any sort of work life balance because it's something you love doing mm. it's not you don't have to mentally put yourself in that mind state like okay i got to work now like yep. if you love what you do and that's the other thing too if you want to be an entrepreneur just make sure you do something that you love doing mm-hmm.
0: because yeah. you
1: need to have that motivation to keep going
0: everyone loves the idea of being wealthy everyone loves the idea of having security financially and, and, and otherwise but you know to get that you it's about following passions and that's that's clearly yeah. what you're doing so it's great. Maya, this has been really, really awesome. You can find Project Clothing on the web, projectclothing.ca. They're downtown, uh, 107-108-Riverstone Ridge. Um, Their phone number is 780-750-5578. They're on the Gram. They're on the Facebooks. Welcome, the number two project. Uh, You need to check them out. And you need to see what they have for you because the experience in purchasing something from them will be unlike anything you've probably had certainly since covid but probably in many many years it's really great thank Thank you maya so so much for this
1: and hopefully yeah i'm excited what the everything's gonna bring this year and next year and going forward like i'm really excited and i think everything's gonna go in a better direction for everyone